There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, mm. pico de gallo, oh. purple cabbage, Yummy. and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. My wow. my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. Goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Hmm. hmm. Well, I'm sitting across from my greatest friend. My greatest enemy. <gasps> oh! How could you? I knew you'd turn. I don't know what's happening. You know, we just... The energy in here is very thick and gay. It's warm. And I'll say why. Because the Food for Thought boys were just The here. Food for Thought boys were just in here. Love them. Being hosed. They were talking to the author of Boy Erased. Could you even of the book. imagine? He wrote the book Boy Erased. Yes. And it was very gay in here because the moment Boy Erased came up, you know that Nicole, Nicole Kidman's wig was not far behind. Nicole Kidman's wig, which is basically Troy Sivan's hair. Wow. In many ways. That is rule of culture. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole Kidman's wig and boy erased is Troy Savant's hair in, in many, many ways. ways. <laughs> Troy Savant's hair down when it's like when he's just blown it out himself and it's and he did one of these. Like he 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 shepherded it down. Yes. Like a fall. Like, like a, a fall. waterfall. Did you know that his song from the movie Boy Erased is getting Oscar Buzz? And it's unfair that he also did a cover of some Somebody to love for Bohemian Rhapsody. It's not fair. Some someone it's to love. It's not fair. I'm not. And I'm going to see Bohemian Rhapsody this evening. 
Yes, you are. Now, when I say this evening, I, I mean, in literally, this will have happened a month ago. Right. We are backlogging, honey. We're it's backlogging. An industry term. Sure. We're a podcasting term. So we're, we're recording this November 4th. We don't. So, yeah, I mean, this is a real time capsule pre-election, pre-midterms. And here's the thing. It's not even like I have to find out if Bohemian Rhapsody is bad. When I see it tonight, I literally you know, know it's, it's bad. bad. Have you seen this video of Rami Malek just with, I mean, listen, celebrities get poked and prodded all the time, but there's this... Don't I know it. But there's this thing... (laughs) There's this thing of... um, There's this video on Twitter of this sweet person being Mm -hmm. like, just taking a little selfie video with Rami. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, can you say hi to my friend Jill? And he goes, no, I'm not gonna... No, I'm not going to. You said we'd take a picture. No, mm mm-mm. Like, just is... I I, I can't recreate it, but like, I don't know what he's like, but I'm gonna say something crazy. He seems on the spectrum to me. Oh, okay, interesting. I, I think it's... I think it's wonderful. Yes, it's wonderful. He, um, his his whole thing within these press junkets about Bohemian Rhapsody when, when he's being confronted. I think yeah. them. You know who confronted him? Into the ladies of the View. Ladies of the View. Wait, you really? Know he was on the View okay. this this last week. And what did they say? And they said, Whoopi Goldberg herself asked the question. And you yes. know she rarely asks questions. It's rule of culture number fifty eight. Well, Whoopi Goldberg rarely, rarely asks questions, questions on the view. On the view, um, but she literally was like, you know, he was a homosexual, and mm-hmm. he, this it was glazed over in the film, and you know, he famously died of AIDS. Yeah. And Rami Malek was like, you know, it's not glazed over. Actually, no one knows this, but his longest relationship um, was with a woman, oh. and you know, he, she found out that he was bisexual or you know, gay, and I was like, honey, you are making every mistake yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's who knows, uh, but on the spectrum maybe, which is which is beautiful. Love that, love that. Embrace that, embrace that. You know who else we embrace? Our guests. I embrace our guests with Ooh. two arms of love. I, both arms that I have. Both arms that you have. I think she is like a true icon. Icon, both um, comedically, mm-hmm. aesthetically, lifestyle. Well, I icon. was gonna say lifestyle icon. If there's a person in my life who will have a a brand, a that, brand that is like. Women everywhere. Yes. And, and gay men. But truly, like, I mean, just all-encompassing holistic lifestyle. This is this is our guest. You know whose life she changed? And this person, is her, her life does not off-changed. Who? Sudi. Sudi. Sudi, like, really? Well, our guest she, is... She's a Greta lover. Many people are Greta lovers. I'm a Greta lover. I'm a Greta lover. Oh, but my Greta God. But Greta changes lives. Greta changes lives. Okay, let's bring her in. I mean, what are the credits? I mean, she is one of the, the co-hosts of Lady Levin. Lady Levin Hugely podcast. popular podcast uh, with Lil Bosworth and Jill, Jillian Hendricks. Um, and she might venture off and do her own project. Watch this space, as they say. Watch this space. Um, and she is uh, just hosts incredible shows coast to coast. Yeah. Truly, truly, like... Just one of the most visible people out there. And prolific say. on. Prolific. That's what I meant to say. And you better follow on Insta at Gertie Bird. At Gertie Bird. And oh my God, she I'm, I'm, she's just the light in this world that we love. My um, greatest joy is when she texts me and tells me she's going to be in town. Oh, I like, love well, that. Well, that's great. Well, that's, well, that's. I just, I throw down everything that's in my hands and I say, that's fucking great. And I guess I'll just wait for her to come out, come out, come on by. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. back. Sort of the song. Let's please welcome our guest, <gasps> Greta Titleman. No nicer things have ever been said about me ever in my life. Honestly, I'm being serious. You know you carry the light. You know you carry the light. I carry the light. You know I carry the light. You know how I learned that expression? Oprah Winfrey said to Andy Cohen, "You carry the light." <laughs> 
Mm. And he was like, thank you, I can die now. Yeah. Wow. No, you really, you guys really said such beautiful things about me. But we you know, as everyone. like, well, as like performers and people, you know, you get so insecure and anxious yes. about like what other people think yeah. of you. And like, yes. I'm constantly looking at Instagram being like, this person hates me. This person thinks I'm dumb. Oh. This person, it's just like so constant. Uh-huh. So when you hear that from, because I love and admire both of you so much so hearing you guys say those things that well, i what think, you about think? You, we didn't think no i you know but you know what i mean it's like you have we're to. all so in our heads and yes. we're all so thinking about ourselves and we're so like narcissistic that like yes every single time i look at something i'm like well they don't like me <laughs> <laughs> like it's not, nothing to do with me it's like a baby and i'm like I'm, well, uh, that like baby me. will grow up to despise yeah, everything baby, i am that baby will have no idea who i am because yeah. their owner won't talk about me it's been a theme on their this owner. pod lately yep the way that social media gets all in our heads it's Shh. been a strong theme on the pod it's um yeah i mean it's i think it i think we 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 have this fun generation of like homegrown narcissism where it's mm-hmm. just like Oh, like we may might not have been this like self-absorbed with our like just if if it weren't for just these horrible like these like what what a crazy notion to look at someone and be like well they hate me like, I know it's so bizarre yeah. What? yeah no it's crazy but yeah. see I feel like that has existed for, forever sure you know and there are ways that our parents generation were so narcissistic too in ways yes. you know oh yes. yeah they would spit shine their mustangs and Exa- uh, drive out to the drive exactly. drive through theater honey and exactly. do grease exactly and do grease jacking off grease. in the car and <laughs> they all had something to prove they were all lawyers they were all doctors <laughs> oh, they were all doing something they're trying to get that american dream saying who's gonna get there first and now lawyers and doctors are obsolete and now they're they're nowhere to be found nowhere to be found i keep on looking for one and i'm like hello Hello. and then i'm just on instagram saying who here is a doctor yeah right you just quoted taylor swift i quoted taylor swift get a good lawyer did you hear about this no when she was did her um 73 73 questions they're like oh yeah yeah, 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 what's your advice for a singer coming up she turns back and throws a cold look over her shoulders and goes Get a good lawyer. <laughs> can we talk about Taylor quickly? Yeah, absolutely. We can talk about she, her quickly for a long time, whatever. Has she turned a leaf in your book? Like, yes. how are you feeling positive and good? 100%. You guys talked about this. Yeah. Well, he, we but, have a history with Taylor. We have a history with Taylor. Um, mine is a little bit more like up and down, up and down. Uh, but I think with this recent turn, um, I, I, I just spent like the, that, the whole week after she posted that um, endorsement Instagram post. Which was... Crazy! It was it was it was insane. The tur- the fact that two hundred and sixty five thousand people registered across registered the country, across yeah. the country in a day yes, or something. Yes, yes, insane. And we should say we are recording this on two days before the midterm, so we do not know how everything turned out. Right. But right now, uh, it looks like Tennessee is still competitive ish. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. Phil Bresden. Um, but uh, it just it's it's great. And like I, so then I spent that whole week afterwards, just like. Being like, finally, I can listen to her again. Because I, like, really, like... You really didn't? I swore her off for a while. I swore her off for a very long time. And I loved Taylor Swift's first album. Mm -hmm. Our Uh song uh is one of my favorite low-key songs. So good. It's very good. Our song is a slam and screen door sneaking out out like tapping on your window. They're good songs. (laughs) I mean, I listened to Love Story yesterday. She's singing about God in, like, half of them, which is crazy. It's bizarre. Yeah, that last song on her first album is like, and we sing hallelujah. It's like... 
It's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now she's like, are you ready for it? And now she's like, I am the queen of snakes. <laughs> like, I am the domineering demon. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's like giving me very Sabrina, oh. new Sabrina. Oh, she my God. Yes, spooky. it is new Sabrina. Wow, she really snatched sub- new Sabrina's thunder. Well, I find that a lot, like something happens with pop stars where I feel like they all need to go through a spooky phase. Yes, where they're yes. like, I am done being this good girl. Now I need to be spooky. Yes. So like Christina was spooky with Dirty. Britney was spooky with Blackout, which is yes, my favorite the best, album. The best Even album. Kelly had one, My December. Kelly had a, yes, exactly. A you gotta get phase. spooky. It's after, you know when it is? It's after you hit your top imperial phase. That's when you get right. spooky yeah. because that's when you're the most unhappy. But yeah, that's true. I think it is. But there's some pop stars. I think Gaga had her spooky face during her imperial. She was phase. always spooky. She was able. <laughs> she was able to capitalize ghost. on spooky. She did spooky yeah. in a more like avant-garde attempt of spooky yes, than yes. just angsty spooky. You yeah. know, there are different kinds of spooky. Well, yes, you, yes. see, none of these girls lived inside spooky, so they were <laughs> no, able to visit spooky just temporarily. They didn't come Gaga, from spooky. Yes, Gaga. Came Came from the spook. What yeah. would you say is Beyonce's spooky phase? I think Beyonce's Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce is it's the Halloween spooky costume. side of Beyonce. Really, I Literally. also think when she was going through like the whole um, diva, I think was a spooky moment for her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, wait. Now that I'm thinking about it, though, I feel like Lemonade is a, her spooky. Moment. A lot yeah. of a lot of Beyonce and a lot of Lemonade is scary. Or yes. maybe I was just too high. Uh-huh. No, it was scary. The visuals were scary. <laughs> they were when when it's like slowly going down that hallway before um uh, don't hurt six yourself inch or like, heels. six inch heels. Yes, 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 yes before yes, that. Yes. Before six inch, mm-hmm. it's like slowly going down a hallway and I'm like, okay, something's popping spooky. out. But like go. We should all want to go through a spooky phase because that's when you know you've made it. I think we have you been through. Have we all been through a spooky phase? Yet? I've Excuse been me, through yes. a spooky phase. Okay, Matt. Matt just okay. Huge news, everyone. Matt just changed his hair color from this Robert Redford blonde back to a dark, dark brown. This is chestnut. the darkest it's been since Marat Saad. <laughs> I love when this When I was in college. Thank you. I really like it too. See, I think that the blonde was a spooky phase for you. Ah! It <laughs> that was. It was, it was what, three weeks? It washed me out like a ghost. Okay. It also gave me real Riverdale, like Thank teen you for that. horror. Everyone kept telling me I look like KJ Appa, and I was like, I mean, God bless you. Like, I you created a storyline for us. You did. You, wait, tell the storyline that you created. I was DMing Matt. I was like, this hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. He like he goes back to Riverdale. He comes back. And oh, he's this like, character. Yes. yes. And he's like, I'm here. And then Matt was like, Oh, and you're my sister. And I'm like, Yes. And we're and like, there's like a weird sexual. Tension. And we have a weird sexual thing. Like, yeah. is it incestuous? We don't thing. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a very discussed. cruel intentions type thing. And then we started. Do we start a drug ring? We start some kind of illegal. Absolutely. Yeah. We we definitely have like some illegal dealings. <laughs> Maybe we just like sell bags illegally or and something I said, like that. I said, I think both of our characters only one season. I yeah, think we, both die, season. In a we fire. both die in a fire. Yes. We both die in a fire. I we both die in a fire. That. That's it how we go. Great. You two are the Alfre Woodard of the, of the Riverdale you know, world. I think we should Just write a little, one yes. little spec script for that. I want to write the spec script. Yeah. Alfre Woodard was the spooky face of Desperate Housewives. Yes. 100%. Sorry. We Speaking just of spooky it. face, you know who was on my plane? <gasps> Victoria... What's her face Beckham? from from no I fucking wish <laughs> from season <laughs> yeah, you would have died Orange Real Housewives Orange County 
Oh, I don't know. Vicky? Yes. Vicky from from OC. Yes. And I saw her and Vicky Galvinson. Yes. Galvinson. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. And I was expecting like her face to look very spooky because <laughs> it does in the show look psychotic. Yes. And I will admit, I am not a Real Housewives watcher myself. Mm-hmm. But you know Vicky Gunvalson. But Gun- I know Gunvalson, Vicky Gunvalson, Gunvalson, Gunvalson because Gunvalson. she is like she is the first She's housewife. the OG Real Housewife. She is the original housewife. Is she blonde? Oh, right, right. Like, uh, sort of, sorry to describe it this way, long face. Yes. She yes. was she was the one who was crying when we were watching it upstate. Yes. Yes. She went She's out and constantly cried. Constantly sobbing. Constantly sobbing. And yes. it was like unclear as to to everyone as to why. Because like, why is Vicky crying? Yes, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Oh, great. So she does have like a down. She looks normal, dare I say. She looked not spooky, yeah. turns out. And <laughs> you think they're gonna be a spook. They're not. I'm trying to think of the spookiest person I've ever seen. Oh, I've seen you. Are you kidding me? In New York, you see like nine thousand spooky people a day. Uh, well, maybe it's because I'm desensitized. Um, I feel like Queen of Spooky is like in in our scene in New York, at least in Brooklyn, is like what like Lorelai a little bit. Lorelai is, is the queen of horror. Lorelai is comedy. the queen of horror spook. Yes. I, have she you been is, through a spooky phase? Oh, my whole high school time was a spooky phase. Uh, were you emo? You know, I'll tell you what I was in high school. You tell us. I will. <laughs> I was. I had a very uh, like tr- bad home life, mm-hmm. so I was just like constantly just like high and fucking boys in yes. high school and not doing well in class at all. <laughs> really? I see. I feel like my narrative that I create for you in my brain is doesn't try gets a hundred. <gasps> I yes. honestly love that. Thank you. That, Cause, Cause you're so powerful. That's, to that's me. the energy that I give off now. Yeah, yeah, yes. In high school, I had a very, you shouldn't can ask Patrick Foley, a fellow classmate. Oh my God. Who knew me in high went school. to high school we together. No together. Yes. Yes. And maybe his preppy phase was his spooky phase in high school too. But, and again, high school, I was just like, you know, I was just like confused Mm. and just like wanted to just, I don't know. Who the fuck am I? I wasn't even like, who the fuck am I? I actually think a lot of people at my high school were scared and confused by me. Uh, like, I, yeah. Because I went to boarding school mm-hmm. and I dropped out of boarding school in my freshman year. It's already spooky. Yes. And then I transferred into a high school in D.C. where I grew up. Well, public oh my school? God. No, I went to private, private school, school in D.C. Yeah. And when I transferred in there, because no one did that ever. Yeah. This yeah. is such an, an O.C. storyline. Oh, I love it. This is a very like O.C. story. Yes, yes. Yeah, I went to Choate. Board, the Choate Rosemary Hall this boarding school yes. in Connecticut uh-huh. where like Ivanka Trump went uh-huh. and JFK oh, went talk about spooky, spooky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that is spooky one of them's literally a ghost and I hated it and it was literal hell it was like it the is. worst place oh, yeah. on the planet and I left and then when I transferred into my high school there was a rumor that went around that I was dealing ecstasy <laughs> which was like hilarious in hindsight and at this but point but also fair but also fair <laughs> but also <laughs> fair <laughs> not so sure was I was I not I'm not telling but it tracks. But I went like at that time I was into like wearing tie-dye and I had kind of this like shaggy, like brown hair look. And uh, I was like yes. very like Led Zeppelin cream. Homegrown. Black Sabbath kind of girl. Oh where I was God. just like, I love rock. And like uh, Did you actually? I did, but a lot of it was informed by my, you know, bloodthirst for dick. So a lot of my music taste has always been informed by the thirst for dick. You would find the bloodthirst for dick. The bloodthirst for dick is a front runner for title of that. That is spooky because you you don't want you're not thirsty for the dick. You're thirsty for the dick blood. Yes, that's gorgeous. I need the blood of the dick. (laughs) You can find you can find Greta by the (laughs) men's restroom, and she goes, "Hmm, "That's where they are." Yeah, that's where they're hiding. The blood and the the blood. 
door with the men on it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, all of my musical tastes all through high school were informed by whatever guy I wanted to have sex with. So interesting. Because in my sophomore year, I became obsessed with this gorgeous guy who didn't go to my school, but he loved listening to Rage Against the Machine and the Flaming Lips, and I literally wasted a year of my life listening to the Flaming Lips. I mean, trash, I'll say it. Trash, but at the time, it felt right. At the time, it felt very cool. Like Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots was like, everyone was like, yeah. Yeah. Like if you weren't listening to it, like, did you listen to music? You know what I mean? It's, if you weren't listening to, to Flaming Lips and Sufjan Stevens yes. in 2006, oh my God, like Sufjan. you were nothing. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah. we talk about Sufjan how like- Sufjan was emo- huge with my girlfriends. Yeah. Sufjan wrecked me and yes. I couldn't even listen to it because I was like, this is emotionally tormenting yes. me. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yes, And like the orchestra and the masks, I was like, it was this insane. is- It's crazy. What's crazy is that he got bigger after that. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, yeah. He did the score of Call Me By Your Name. Not the score, but the song. He did a lot of songs for Call Me By Your Name. He, yeah, he got big. But see, I actually think that is the right platform for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For that kind of an artist. Like, because he's working with orchestras and things like that. He's not just like, I'm just a guy in my drum. Yeah, Yeah. 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 my guitar. No. Yeah, no. He was always going to be something. mm, He he gaga'd in a way. Yeah. It, It really was like, yeah, he. He became the artist. He became the mm-hmm. artist. Um, okay, but okay. So walk us through this high school life a little bit more. Oh yeah. So then, I mean, my hair was also like nine hundred things in high school. <laughs> you changed it. Was it was crazy. A lot. It was like jet black <sighs> and like deep purpley black. It was a lot of shades of black. Yes, and a lot of different haircuts. At my senior year of high school, honestly, I don't know what the fuck. I was thinking I had my hair was up to here halfway uh-huh. to my like to my cheeks yes. like right below my oh, cheekbones wow. and black. jet black and I had crooked bangs I had crooked fucking like bangs like some sort of fucked Catherine Zeta from Chicago re- yes like a really fucked deranged one and I remember my Love mom looking that. at me just being like oh God. And she uh, just like walked away. I don't think she spoke to me until oh like some God. grow out happened. Oh, yeah. Greta. Oh my and and my me. parents were big in political people. So yes. we would always have parties at our house constantly. Uh-huh. And I just remember my mom being like, what the fuck did you do that for? <laughs> and then. Like, so did you meet a lot of interesting uh, DC figures? Yeah, you know. You know. You know. You know, you know through the house. Little... It was a regular house of cards. It was a regular, was a regular old house of cards. But yeah, and then in high school, I chain smoked cigarettes yes. constantly, yes. Yes. which is so stupid because you think you don't reek of smoke. Like whenever anybody smokes a cigarette now, mm-hmm. I smell it for hours. A mile away. Yes. And yes. I can't, I, like when I, when I fucking have a dark moment and bum one off this one, I smell it on myself for two days. Yeah. Two days? It's uh, well, you know, I never shower. No, just kidding. I, like, I just feel like it lingers for a long time. I know it when claims, I, claims. whenever I do smoke a cigarette, which is only in Europe, um, <laughs> I find that I smell it like in my breath uh, for days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, smoking cigarettes are fun. It's it's a social event. For I me. yes, and and you do it too much. No, I've I've basically stopped uh, since starting work do you have any idea how long this has been your narrative how long have you I've smoked i had no idea you were a smoker i, smoked, I started smoking in may of 2015 just because it was a social thing at work it was like all right well everyone like it was, it was like we would I, I worked this office job and like people would just be like okay well there's nothing to do let's just go downstairs and i was like mm, okay breaking I'll... up the day and then it just like 
snowballed into this thing and I was like, oh fuck, this sucks. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I feel bad doing this. Right. And then yeah, kept it up for like two years and now it's just like, no, seriously, ne- this has been like the change that I've needed to just I like, believe not, you, I see the truth in your eyes. Thank you. I To not even think of, I don't, don't even have time to really think about it, which is Smoking great. Smoking is just like, it's, it's not cute. It's just passing the time. It's just if you're if you're smoking, you're bored. That's all it is. But you know what? It, there is something really fun about it. There's something. There's something sexy. Hollywood has made it. I know. Still, so that when like I think about just like smoke, it's like dark. I'm just like smoking a cigarette, like looking out the window, just like blowing. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you what I love about it? Getting one on one time with someone else. Yeah, that's oh, what I love about yeah. it. Like I'm always like, let's go have. Like that's why I like to smoke weed. Like I loved smoking weed with someone for the first time because it's like you when you really get on their level. Yes, I'm a yes. full on tweaker when I smoke weed. I really? Can't do it. You In can't high do school, it. I used to do it constantly, and now I can't. Oh wow. I one time went on a date with a guy and he was like, let's go back to my house and smoke weed. Me fully knowing I couldn't do it. And, and you did and it I was anyway? Like, okay, I did it anyway. Smoked a blunt. Oh, that's, that, <laughs> by that, was the your, way. that was your first yeah. mistake. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. I hallucinated that there was a poodle in the front yard. Oh my God, that's beautiful. And then he was like, you need to go. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and then, oh my God. I, I don't know who I was telling this story to. So I had a crush on this guy. He was a bartender at a restaurant next to my old apartment. Uh-huh. And Hot. after that weed incident <laughs> happened, yeah. he like didn't talk to me. Mm. And then I was wasted. I just found these screenshots on my computer the other day oh my god when i was wasted i texted him being like do you want to meet up or not nah? <laughs> and then no response and then i was like lol just wanted to kiss or whatever guess you don't dot 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 <laughs> and then no crazy. response I... and then i sent another text being like i mean i just wanted to fuck cas- <laughs> casually <laughs> And then no response. You were that girl. Yes, I and then love I, that. And then I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? And I sent another text in the morning being like, hey, like, um, sorry about last night. I was a little over, also over served. Oh I like, I don't know God. why I use that oh, word. Because you know he was served. in the industry. Yeah. Over served. a little over served, like whatever. Oh my and God. then. Unbelievable. He didn't respond to me and then I ended up seeing him at work and I had happened to go to his restaurant twice in one day which was terrible and he just the only text he wrote back was you came here twice in one day period not even question mark just period okay well then he's just being he was a dick a little dicky yeah Yeah, I mean listen that's I I Obviously, so respect you for that. Someone honestly. that sent that many texts, what they really need to be texted is, "Are you okay?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are you okay? In on you. Someone needed to ask you if you needed is help. Is someone cutting you off because they should be? <laughs> I say I've sent so many really fucking weird texts. Yeah, you yeah. can't control. Have you, have you ever weird texted? I was really close last night because I had more to drink Ooh. than I had in a long time. We were all together last night. Yes, yes we were. Um, and I had one too many frozen margs. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dos Caminos. What a treat! What, what a, a treat. treat of frozen margaritas. Greta and I both ordered the prickly pear. Uh, what Gorgeous. a treat! I didn't get the prickly pear. So that deep, rich color. Deep, rich color. The deep, rich flavor. Oh, high I point. It. Oh high my point. god! High point. And then, <laughs> yeah, was really close to texting. The someone. color. The flavor. <laughs> The color. What's the, the best? Flavor. The best ad ever. And the after effect. And the Do you know what I'm talking about? Wait, what? The high point. What are you talking about? Oh my about? God, you guys. I thought that when you said deep rich color, deep rich flavor, Lauren Bacall was in these ads oh, no, for I'm High a... Point Coffee, but just the way the, uh, the tagline for it oh my deep God. Rich color. is, look at the color, the deep rich flavor. And oh, then she like, I love it. She, ta- she smells it and then she's like, the aroma. Oh. And then she takes a sip and she's like, mm, 
nothing like high point. Oh, that's and what we need again. You need to see those commercials. They're incredible. She's always like, she's walking into a limousine and there's like a small side table with a lamp in the limousine with like tea cakes and coffee. Oh we need that. God, we, we need, need that. major A-list actual real actresses to hawk like oh, simple we need we need Kate Blanchett for Chips Ahoy 100% the best one is Lauren Bacall walks into her suite and she looks at the camera and she opens it and she just says my favorite time of day is night <laughs> <laughs> which is truly honestly wonderful honestly the iconic. best iconic I'm gonna make my favorite time of day is night I wish I wish that I had like yearbook quotes in high school which I never got to have but huh. I wish and that just I repeat like the stupidest bullshit yes. in, in the, the most gravitasy Hollywood glamour voice. Exactly. Here's you know a... what Dave Mazzoni's is? What? what? You know you love New York <laughs> from I Love New York. So wait, wait, this is when he was in high school yes. and it was it was big at the time. Yes. That's really smart. Wow. Good but for Dave. But... I like how I just called that smart. I know. <laughs> smart. Good it was for Dave to so smart <laughs> to crib to Paul's line. Continue. I was just gonna point out that Greta is like high key. Like, I mean, she's an incredible stand-up, mm-hmm. like, like full stop, but then also high-key, like, very good at characters. Thank yes. Thank you. Like, like, check out the Insta. Like, what can then, we say? But she just, she just dropped into the whole fucking Bacallism of it all, and I'm just, uh, Bacallisms of it all, and now I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, she, like, can embody that, like, better than a lot of people. Thank like, people you. can do it all, y'all. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, Burritos, and Quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, you, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Anyway, but I... But I Wait, like- who did you almost text though? I, I don't want to say. I mean, ju- well, just the sky. But this what guy. made you stop? What made me stop was like, oh, well, he like, uh, th- th- I mean, this this would go nowhere. And like, yeah, because like, you're, wh- you're looking at it's like, oh, it's 3 a.m. Was it who I think it is? Uh, it's not who you think it is. It's this, it's the guy. It's the, is it's, it the other one I think it it's is? It's just the, the quick flame guy. Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, the yeah. other uh-huh, one I think uh-huh. it is. Uh-huh. We I love think, a quick flame. I think that he is safe to text. Really? I think you should text. Is he fun and flirty? He's fun and flirty, but he was also really neurotic about just being like, "Ugh, I, I like you a lot, but we shouldn't, we shouldn't see each other." Fun and flirty in the moment, and then heady, heady, heady afterwards. Oh, I can't deal. That's hard for me. I can't deal either. Long term, fun and flirty in the moment, and then after the moment too, like for like a solid two days, and then something turned. And I don't. I'm looking back at my stuff, and I'm like relitigating this in my head. Nothing I did. No, 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 no. You need to know it's never anything anyone did. It's and then. he just sort of changed his mind and was like, uh, my ex is in your friend groups. We should stop. And I'm like, that's oh, the, a, that's not true. Which is B, like half true. It's not even that Also, true. I'm sorry, everyone. If you are like a person that is interesting working in New York City, mm-hmm. you probably know someone periphery that knows someone. Do you know what I'm saying? Which I also think is think. not a big deal unless it's a big deal to him. Which it felt like it was, and I respect it. And so you gotta respect it. But also, all the time. a fling's a fling, a dick in a mouth. Who wants to complicate that? A fling's a, a fling, fling, a dick, dick in, in the mouth. mouth. Who wants to complicate that? That's just it's the beginning true. of a song I'm writing. I yes. love that. A fling's a fling. A fling's a fling. A, fling's a dick in a, a mouth. And who wants to complicate that? And who that? wants to complicate <laughs> that? No one, but yet everyone at the same time. Can I say... Sometimes it can get a little complicated. Mm. It always gets complicated. <laughs> Somewhere, because you know what? I hate this idea of people being like, let's just keep it casual. No. Whenever anybody's like, we're just casually hooking up. I'm like, what does that mean? You haven't defined any parameters around this. So someone's going to fuck something up and upset the other. Right. And also, if you stay hooking up with that person for longer than a month in my book, that slowly starts to turn into a relationship. It does. Hello. We saw two popular films about this very thing. No strings attached. Oh, true. And, and friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. And came both out in the same year. Came out like months apart. That's after true. Black Swan, like months after Black Swan. They, Which they one almost performed said it, better? Which one did you think was better? Hmm. I think I have to say I I prefer the Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher one, and that's not just because Guy dear Branham friend Guy it. Branham is in the movie. Can I say that I found the chemistry between Mila and Justin to be a little bit more realistic, though, than the chemistry between Natalie and Ashton? It was more Ashton? fun. It was more fun where, like, where Natalie was just like, I'm a doctor and... I guess I I want to blow off steam by fucking Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. I just it I, wasn't as fun and bubbly. I don't believe for a second that someone as smart as Natalie Portman would saying. fuck someone as dumb as, as Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. However, I think that Justin Timberlake is so charismatic and Mila Kunis is so charismatic that I would just believe that they would fuck yes, anything. Yes, yes, Can yes. I say I saw Ashton Kutcher in person years ago? Literally 
insanely hot. Yeah, he's crazy like, hot. Of course. I mean, psycho hot. Yeah, you yeah, saw yeah, him yeah, and you're yeah. just like, that Iowa corn. Mm-hmm. Bravo. Oh, yeah. Well done, corn. Well, well done, done, corn. corn. Well, well done, corn. Whole milk. I'm telling you, I've said it on this podcast before, but you have to look up the, this movie he was in called Spread. Best. Okay, sex. is There's he so spreading? many incredible sex scenes in it. You see his, like, butt, it, which is great. I just... Yeah, I guess I'm not I'm not a huge Timberlake fan myself. I, I have a bunch be. of issues with Timberlake. We had a long discussion upstate about just all the things that he is culpable in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, here's the thing. The Man of the Woods thing is like it's just a way for an aging pop star to give up but still be like I'm so cool. But you know what I mean? It's but here's here's an editorial is, is angled all this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, for me my Justin Timberlake, my personal Justin Timberlake is in a fucking suit. And you my better put yourself in a suit. My personal Justin Timberlake is in a doll in insane uh-huh. frosted yeah. tips. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was when I was still in denial about my sexuality though and had a deep hatred for him because I wanted to fuck him so badly. Wow. What about JC Shazay? Yeah, same. What about Lance Bass? No. Lance was Lance I never fully like clung on to even during the gay rumors I was like oh I know I I'm I'm connecting on some level with this but I don't know what and then I just and n- never really did you know did that he me. was the most popular doll oh out of all the five I guess that would make sense to me because he would look the most like Ken yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Just sure. like blonde hair. Because with just with a Justin doll, it's like the curly the curls are just like a little tough on, on plastic. Those and, right. curls were <laughs> tight. Tight. <laughs> tight, tight, Permanent, tight, honey. tight curls. They were some ammonium thyglocolate ass curls. I mean a true springboard. Yeah. <laughs> it was like crazy. Truly a Brillo pad. He did have in, I remember in that in the video for Tearing Up My Heart, when he is in his white I almost said wife beater, and that is a truly no. like that is that is a misogynistic thing from Long Island that everyone says wife beater when they when but they talk just, about a tank uh, uh, that that a, a tank. But a white, that's a white what call, people call that that everywhere. But it's crazy that that just flies out of my mouth and that language. That it's just crazy. We have to check ourselves at all times. Oh. But he's in like that. What do you call it? Just a white tank. A white tank. A white tank. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a white tank. Oh my, uh, yeah, t- I don't know. It's insane, but it's literally replaced uh-huh. what, it, what it actually is. But he's in that white tank, mm-hmm. and he is like up on the bed, and he rises up out of the bed, and his like his. Oh, you've, you've I was just like, before, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Like he's everything and more. He's yes. the most to say the least. Most to say the least. I, I want to say. Well, go, go ahead. No, no. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna ask you. Mm-hmm. Because this spooky high school phase is so interesting you to me. You want to get back to you. it? Well, I are you interested? Are you interested in maybe dipping your toe back in? Even though you're so settled, I don't into care. This, 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 no, no, no. He's talking about getting spooky now. Now. Oh, would I ever get spooky again? I feel like. I feel like. Would you want to? Of course. I always <laughs> want to get spooky. Here's the thing. My yes. spooky high school phase was like. I was spooky like all of high school. Yes. And but you know. Here's the problem with me. I was spooky all of high school, but I also like loved designer goods. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So you can't be full 100% spook yes. while still like loving a Marc Jacobs silk top uh-huh. and while still like wanting a Mew Mew bag, you know? And there were aspects of my personality that I couldn't wash away. But now in the in the age of like Rag and Bone and All Saints and like all this stuff, you can, you can intersect it both. You could, <laughs> but you know what? I'm not... Yes, you can. Yes. But there is something... 
I need authenticity yes. in my spookiness. Do you That's know what I the mean? Key. The spookiness has, has to, to be, be actually scary. Because there's to. nothing worse than unauthentic spook. Honestly, there yeah. is nothing worse for me to watch because when I see someone that is unauthentic in their spookiness, mm-hmm. I'm like, you are going dealing with a lot of pain. Yeah. And it looks that upsets desperate. Me. It does look very desperate. I mean, like, because really what they're trying to do is they're trying to get, like, raw. And I think that's what I, and I'm saying that I love Taylor and I'm, I'm so glad to revisit her and re-embrace, but I feel like Reputation Era, even now, is, like, a little bit inauthentic Oh, that's spook. what upset me about that album. I was uh-huh. like, this is not you. No. Like, this isn't you. She's good at being that. I she's good at musically. I don't know. I don't think she's good at being that. I don't think she's good at, like, look, if she wants to fully commit, change your hair. Number one, yes, I want to yes. see a fucking hair change. Uh-huh. I need a literal physical indicator that you are committing to this. Like 1989, she, she did came back with dark hair. Yeah, give me like a brunette, a dirty shag. dishwater yeah, blonde. Exactly. I am on record yes, on this yes. podcast saying that the neck that that we needed. We don't have Pat Benatar right now. No, and I yes. said maybe if Taylor was smart, she would try to come back as some sort of like rock goddess when yes. she when we didn't know what she was going to come back right, as. Right. And I think she came sixty percent of the way. She she tried to blend hip hop with rock goddess yes, with like. Pop. I also pop. I don't need Taylor to dance. Honestly, I don't no, want Taylor to dance. Neither. I don't want Taylor to dance. I don't need her to like give me this weird kind of like Beyonce esque like a bunch of people dancing with her thing. Yeah, it's yeah, just because yeah. it's, it's not good. It's, and yeah. like, well, there a difference between dancing and doing choreo. Yes. She is doing choreo. Dare a difference. Dare a difference. It's, it's, it's actually rule of culture number 16. 16. Yeah. Dare a difference, difference between, between dancing and, and doing choreo. choreo. There is a huge difference. Yeah. And I just, I wanted her, I wish that she had done exactly what you're saying. Like, give me a dirty, like, dishwater, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that term, Give me wand, mm-hmm. and, like, play the guitar. I want to see you play the guitar and Same. sing. She knows how. I know. That's the, ba- that's the best, that's my that's favorite thing That's the best Taylor, yeah. is that she whips out that guitar. And you know what? Make it electric. Make it electric, I said, honey. her with an electric guitar and a, and a fucking black haircut, that would have been pretty sick. And I also think that still pop music is missing that. We don't have rock goddess. Mm. No. We had pop rock goddesses for a second there when that was popular. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, Kelly and Pink when they were like very big. I guess like the I guess the chick that's in Lady Antebellum is like mainstream enough that people wow. might classify her as okay. being a rock goddess. Who is but but who else? I don't know. That's like the only thing that I can think of. Yeah. And the only reason why I even think of Lady Antebellum is because my boyfriend likes country music. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I love th- Abe. I do too. We, Abe. Should, we should say that Greta has abs- the absolute dream of a boyfriend named Abe. Short. Yesterday when we looked, or this morning, we looked at the photo of all of us last night uh-huh. and Abe was like, this photo is so cool. Oh. And I was like, yeah, he was like, I'm literally standing with the future of comedy. No, my God. Like, and I was like, yeah, you are. Ah! <laughs> I'm like, do you want me to autograph a fit for you or something? Or what, can I, right. what can I say? He's, He's the best. So sweet. sweet. So take, wonderful. It took me a long time to like respect and like a good, sweet man. Oh, get into that. It's hard to accept love. Yeah. I think. I think it's really hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that... You know, we've all relationships are always complicated. Yeah. yeah. And I think that and I blame this partially on Hollywood. Okay. That a lot of us think that like passion is either this like 
crazy like we meet each other and we're obsessed and we're in love and it's crazy yeah, and yeah, like yeah, our yeah. life is like n- n- insane and then like and then we start to fight but like our fights are also passionate and like and we needed to do yeah, that we need to fight yeah, and then we fuck yeah. and then it's like whatever so I think we have it programmed somewhere in our brains or at least I did for a very long time that like fighting and this constant like torment and this like drama drama was was love like Uh I thought that that was love you know and it's like well how is it love if you're not like getting into these like crazy passionate fights Mm. and then like having weird ravenous sex or like arguing I don't Mm -hmm. know I, I had a really hard time dealing with that yeah and you know, my my parents had a terrible marriage, and I saw that mm-hmm. as my like f- relationship as a child. Like that was the model for the well, future. just yeah. parents constantly fighting yep, yep. and literally not liking each other. Mm-hmm. And then I think I took that on, and you don't realize how that stuff completely affects you Ugh. as you grow. And it's like then I found myself in these relationships, especially with in my like late teens to my mid 20s until the relationship have been now actually mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. men that were just like honestly really shitty to me mm-hmm. or just like gaslit me in some way like yeah. there, it was always my fault I was always doing something wrong I remember I, in every relationship I always felt like I'm the reason why this isn't working wow. and I think that now being with someone that just like he just wants to like love me and take care of me and he's so not judgmental and we're not in the same industry which i he he tangentially works in entertainment but like so he understands comedy and this lifestyle and whatever which is great (sighs) but i don't know it's hard sometimes because he wants he's always helpful to me and he wants to help me and he likes helping me and i find that sometimes i'm like you don't have to do that like i get shitty about it which is not nice, but I'll just be like, you don't need to help me. And he's like, well, I just, it's because I love you. And I'm like, okay, fine, you know? <laughs> but it's so nice to be in that kind of relationship, but they're hard because it's like, I'm a moody psycho bitch, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like Same. some days, like yesterday, at when we, we came in on a red eye and we were taking a nap I at 7.30 in the morning, I, I started to have a panic attack and he's like, what? And I was like, I'm not doing enough for my career and he was like what he's You're like here for it's seven he's like it's 7 30 in the morning um what's going on and i was like you just don't understand uh. and then i like get up and i'm like i need to go to the bathroom and i'm like i might poop and i'm like i just like go you know and i'm so dramatic i'm so like my mom i'm so dramatic sometimes i'm like i'm just going to get into my car and then i'll like yeah! like speed away you know and it's like for nothing and he's like oh my god He's just like, you're funny, and yeah. he knows oh. I'm just like being cuckoo. Wait, what, what does he work in? What does he work as? Uh, he, what industry? He works, um, he works at Netflix. Oh, great. So yeah. then, so that's the perfect thing where it's like, he's he understands the contours of what your career is, but he's not doing the same thing, or he doesn't want the same things necessarily you know, he that is, you do. He is, and just like I, all of us. Uh-huh so driven yes and I think it's really hard to find someone that matches your drive right because I would find that I would get really frustrated with ex-boyfriends of mine that I didn't feel were as driven as me driven or understood mm-hmm. and what? that and you know what that's fine uh-huh. like I I now am at a place where I like what I'm trying to do is just 
be like an accepting, loving person yeah. because mm. it's so much energy gets mm-hmm. taken from you yeah. when you're not. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love dragging people and it's so much fun to do. <laughs> yeah. But it's like sometimes it can just be like really exhausting. Yeah. And you're like, why am I why am I doing that? You sure. know? So for all my ex boyfriends, I used to be like what the fuck is wrong with you that you don't want to do this? Or like, why are you not pushing yourself? And then uh-huh. I kind of realized now it's like, well, maybe they just didn't want to. Yeah. And like, that's fine. Yeah. That's just not how I am programmed. Yeah. yeah. And I think it takes a few relationships to figure that out. I, I think I know like with my relationship that ended, it was the only one I had ever been in. And that was in the forefront of my mind the whole time. It's like, shouldn't I be learning more from more relationships? Mm. Like that is something. And I think too, like I would seek all of my validation Mm-hmm. from other people and from this is big you know i would seek so much validation like from other people and like from my boyfriends or something and and now i'm just like i that's so empty that's yeah. such an empty way to live yeah to constantly be seeking because you're never going to get it the way that you want and, you, uh, and like it's right. so stupid because you need to get it from yourself but i think oh. that that's a that's like Moving to LA for me, where I really feel like I'm starting this whole, a new thing. Like I don't have the comedy community there, where mm, I uh-huh, I uh-huh. went there and I felt so insecure and I felt so not validated in what I was doing because I didn't have other a support system. Yeah, yeah. Have your back. and yeah. other people to say things like, "Oh, Greta," like what you guys said at the top of the show. Like you got so funny, so great. And in me, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, I am. Yeah, but it's <laughs> yes. been a test for me to just know that yes yes and i think that this relationship has helped me because he seems to just know that about me Mm -hmm. so then i'm like okay i guess i know that about me too you know and i think it's hard it's just hard to find the right person yeah i'm really relating to what you're saying i don't know i'm really relating to what you're saying because i felt like i found that in a relationship and now not being in that relationship anymore has been the hard thing right where now you're like now you're like who likes me do i even like me or what will i, I even ever doing? get someone like that again oh you, that, will, yeah, you will you will you will it just takes time but it's a, but it's a thing it's a it's mm-hmm. a thing but it's just like you need to also be open to it yeah. I, a lot of people just like that's really aren't open to meeting people aren't open to going out you need to be willing to like put yourself out there mm-hmm. and you need to be willing to get rejected yes like we need to go out we need to go out we going out is important yes um Wow, I needed to hear a lot of that. Greta, I don't know. Is the, that no? That's no. Is that's, that boring. No, that's no, not so at all. good. And especially for especially you, just saying like you're never gonna get it the way you want if you're just waiting on someone else's approval. Mm-hmm. That sounds so, like such a given notion, a given thing, and like I don't know, like working working this job now is like all about seeking approval from other people right. and i'm and i'm just like i'm like oh this did, i'm like i didn't used to work like this mm-hmm. no and, and, it, and i have and to balance something, that out yeah and going back to spooky authenticity yes i think spooky, that like spooky <laughs> authenticity a front runner i yes. think that my and this is something that i've always w- craved so deeply since the day I was born mm-hmm. was to just be this like incredibly authentic person yes. you know yes. you know when you see people like Stevie Nicks yeah. like Stevie yeah, yeah, Nicks yeah. was born fucking cool yeah. like yeah, I don't yeah. know she yeah. was just cool like yeah. Freddie Mercury uh-huh. fucking cool yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. just some people just they, they at RuPaul, least make you think like some people that yeah. make you think that they're just mm-hmm. like so cool right. yeah. I've always just craved that effortlessness of being like authentically secure and yes. cool and sure and confident and and I realized that 
it just actually takes so much fucking work. It takes yeah. work. And then even those people like, and this is no, this is no shade, but it's like you listen to Rue's podcast or you'd like listen to interviews and like RuPaul is also constantly. Totally. Second guessing everything that, that he's doing anyway. Like it's, it's, it's never what it seems even with, with people who seem to have it sort of like. And I, everyone lock. that you just mentioned has such darkness in of their course, lives. Yeah. and their so life. much, and and that's the crazy thing. Yeah. yeah, it is interesting when I meet like, I was a friend of mine is dating this girl who I met recently, and she just like works a very simple job that mm-hmm. she like she's kind of indifferent about it, but mm-hmm. like she makes really good money. Yep. She just bought a house. Great. Her, she's like my work isn't my life, and I just like when she said that to me, I was like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean?" I was like, "What do you do, do you otherwise? Do yeah. You know, like what do you like? So you're just working?" She's like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm really good at my job. It's really straightforward. The hours are good. Vacation's good. Pay is good. I bought a house, wow. and that's it." And I'm like, mm. "Actualized." Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, okay. I guess things can just be like nice." Whereas every day, I'm just like tired of feeling like every day is a war with myself yeah you know so it's like it's getting it's gotten so much better over the years but so much of my spookiness was rooted in this (laughs) yes constant like trying to be memorable and and trying to be trying more uh, than anything to be like to be like this is fucking me like i don't give a fuck (laughs) like i will go and buzz my head right now you don't believe me watch Watch. i will smoke 900 cigarettes i will like drink vodka straight (laughs) and not care why did we do that we did did that yeah i would do that all the time in high school just be like okay i'm doing barcodes on my wrist i'm getting to seven you know like what's barcodes like you you would take a sharpie and you would just do like one uh, one line for each shot you took or oh i don't know that you know i was thinking about this yesterday when i was watching when i was watching the snl taping Uh uh and there was a man next to me who would never applause he wouldn't clap when he everyone wouldn't was clap? no wouldn't clap and I seriously wanted to turn to him and I want to be like what are you trying to prove <laughs> yeah like what what are you trying to prove yeah, I yeah, understand yeah. like in high school you know when like a, you know, the band would play and maybe like come on everybody and then you'd have to like clap yeah. like yes, that yes. and like no one thinks you're cool by yeah. not clapping like <laughs> in what? fact we're contributing to the positive energy yeah, yeah. I'm just like yes, what are yes. you and to me, that was like his version of being like, I just took a shot. Are you going to take a fucking shot? Yes, you know, yes, and I'm yes. just like, wow, your angst and rebellion yeah. is so compelling, uh, sir. Like, we've, meanwhile, what if he had like a severe arthritis and, can't clap, <laughs> and he's like clapping is actually he shows his hands and like severely pain. burned. Yeah. He's like, I can't. If my hands touch, I'll die. Was yeah. he laughing at all? Yeah, he was like having a good time. Oh, okay. I think. But like, I was just like clap you know we we or were when he didn't think something was funny he just like oh yeah and i'm like fuck off yeah wow yeah there's a buzzy gift on everyone's list this year that is the first hint as to what i'm talking about buzzy okay it's something you'll use twice every day is another hint it was featured on oprah's o list and it's perfect for everyone with a mouth there's the third hint Do you guys know I'm talking about toothbrushes? Do you guys know I'm talking about Quip? 
Quip is the it gift. It's an electric toothbrush designed to make brushing better. It has sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough on your sensitive gums, and a built-in timer with guiding pulses to remind you when to switch sides. Quip makes holiday travels, because we're celebrating the holidays, y'all, clean and easy, with a multi-use cover that mounts to mirrors and unmounts to slide over the bristles for on-the-go brushing. Quip doesn't require a clunky charger and runs for three months on one charge, which is pretty good, you guys. Quip's the gift that keeps on refreshing, with brush heads automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five dollars and you can even gift prepaid refills for a full year to make sure they're never using old worn out or ineffective bristles quip is actually also one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the american dental association and has thousands of verified five-star reviews you know Bowen and I both use our quips and we both have the biggest smiles literally in our community, both comedy and LGBTQ. I love quip and it looks like it's going to be a big old gift you guys are giving this holiday season. I have a stocking stuffer price for you here starting at just $25. If you go to getquip.com forward slash ding dong right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a quip electric toothbrush, but you don't have to tell your giftee that, you know, don't leave that part out. Don't have to tell him it was a deal. Tell him you spent a million dollars. I don't care. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com forward slash ding dong. Get your teeth looking like Bowen Yang's teeth. We've been floating around this, but we must ask the question. We must ask the question that we ask all yes, of our guests, yes. which is. What was the culture that made you say culture was for me? I think I always just like wanted to be a star mm-hmm. when I was really little. Yeah. I just always like wanted attention and like mm-hmm. wanted to be a star. Did so you perform I, like, a lot? Yes. I loved watching like Shirley Temple mm-hmm. and I, I love Shirley Temple movies. Like I got the Shirley Temple doll. I like loved Shirley Temple wow. so much. Um, really, I I don't I, I it's so funny because no one's ever I don't I knew Shirley Temple as like a thing yeah but it's like for one for some one one of my peers say they love Shirley Temple that's so funny to well, me well I was like obsessed with my mom yeah so I was a I was a kid that was absolutely obsessed with my mom mm-hmm. like my mom could do no wrong mm. I was my mom's shadow I like I didn't care about toys there are photos of me like reading like sitting in like glasses reading the new york times which mm-hmm. i was not reading right, but i would right, just like right. sit there and like you wanted want, to be mom i wanted to be her yeah. and like i wanted to wear power suits and like high heels and just like be her yeah yeah and i think that the shirley temple thing probably came from my she mom liked it. yeah or she was just like look at this little girl that like performs and i remember i was in the like maybe i was in the fourth grade and i sobbed to my mom about how i wanted an agent Oh, I was wow. like, please. I was like, <laughs> oh my was God. Like, you yes. had like what we all have at 25, yeah, like, like at fourth grade. I was like, please get me an agent. I was like, what? I was like, I'm aging. This is sick. This is wrong. Oh my, oh I was my like, God. I was like, fucking Lindsay Lohan is 11 and acting with herself. Like, this is sick. Uh, the Olsen twins. Like, someone, Lizzie McGuire. Oh, I know. My, that had to hurt. I, killed me <laughs> i was like this bitch thinks that she is lizzie mcguire i am lizzie mcguire oh my god wait a minute <laughs> can i say something potentially silly and dumb and myopic yeah oh my we god, grew yes. up in a time where we all grew up in a time where 
the child, the concept of the child star, like mm-hmm. fully proliferated out into things that where it was like, oh, okay, you're seeing kids be in shows that are for us portrayed by children. Whereas I think up until like maybe late seventies, early eighties, it wasn't like that. No. Like it was just just cartoon. The only children, it was just cartoons. Mister Rogers, yep. Sesame well, sort of with like the Brady Bunch and the Partridge Family. Sure, but it wasn't about one child or two kids family dynamics family yeah that's true it wasn't about one kid being the center of the whole of the whole fucking universe i mean not to whatever but even like the cosby show it was about Mm -hmm. like this family family family. and And like different strokes and like growing pains all this is all family dynamic all family dynamic it wasn't centered solely on the kid whereas like then you moved into the 90s Where it was child stars, it was the Olsen twins, like Mickey fucking Mouse Club, Mickey Mouse Club. But it was literally like, I mean, I guess Mickey Mouse Club back in the day, pre nineties. Yeah, it, it but like, it. but like, like fucking like Olsen twins videos of them going to Paris just Crazy. unsupervised. It's like what, like this, yeah. like this New was York never minute. New York minute, where they truly York. like making out with guys all yeah, over the like place. Yeah, they were like twenty one, twenty two years old. It's yeah. crazy. It was a, it was a new, th- it was a thing that just started when we were growing up, and so that fucked up everything about our concept of fame being liked being like getting attention i think that is like intrinsically like linked to like our generation i, I agree with that because there was i don't think there was anything like that even jonathan taylor thomas yes. i remember him being like huge and and it's it that's very true and like a very apt Th- right i mean like i mean like not that like child actors weren't like didn't weren't exist ever, but like not it, at that level it keyed, like the cult like culture keyed into these like fucking Lindsay, like in the parent even trap. like raven simone yes 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 well we saw the globalization of like the media at at the time when we were seeing the, i think that's why it feels this way uh-huh. i th- i do think it's, you feel this way you, I feel this way, and you feel this way, and you feel this way. It's like basically, and you, and you. But, but, but what I'm saying is like, I think because the media was getting out of control mm-hmm. as we aged, that's why it feels like we had finally this like centering in on these kids because they were making money. Yeah, and then that's what makes it even more fucked up. That like I think ten year period when we were in high school where it was cool to make fun of people who had drug problems. Yes, yes. Like I remember doing a presentation about um, drunk driving in in my health class or my like humanities class or whatever in high school, and one of the beats in it was like predicting that Lindsay Lohan would die in a drunk driving accident. Jesus. And but I remember like it was, I showed it, was a laugh line. It, I showed it to my mother, and she was like, "Why would you do that? This isn't funny." Wow. But it's so crazy because like well, all people... my peers, nobody called it out as being not funny. Whereas today, it'd be like that's a sick thing to yeah, do. But yeah. that was where we were at at sixteen. Also. It was the internet. It was like mm-hmm. the rise of the internet yep, yep, and yep, like yep, yeah. access and seeing it. And it was, it's, it is crazy to think about. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would say that like I, a lot of those things made me be like, oh, like I want to do this. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, sure. And then I think I, what a person that like really influenced me was like Tracy Ullman. Mm. When I like saw her. Huge saw her show and then I started watching a lot of Christopher Guest movies like that kind of stuff was like I want to do this you know Tracy is one of the best of all All time time. yeah yeah all time um but then I got all through high school I never got into any productions Mm -hmm, and I never mm -hmm. was like theater was just they didn't like me yeah you auditioned Um, and didn't make yeah I auditioned didn't me and Patrick Foley. However, Patrick Foley ended up booking everything when he was like the one boy left in school right, that was right, like, right. very talented. And, you know, then graduates with a master's from Yale yes. drama, which is amazing. Yes. yes. And then I'm also successful yeah, in my yeah. own whatever. Yes. But 
then I got a little sidetracked because when I couldn't, I felt so rejected from yeah. all of this yep. that I started doing photography, which is what I studied at Parsons. Oh. Yeah. So then Wait, I, I didn't know you were a Parsons mm, girl. I yeah. didn't know you cool. studied photography. I did. Yeah. And then I went through this whole thing where I was like, I want to become like a like a Cindy shirt. Well, no, first I wanted to be like an Ansel Adams, like old, Whoa, like large black format, and black and white landscapes, like new typographic kind of photographer. I love that. And then I was like, spooky, loved, spooky. spooky. Sorry, go. And then I love Cindy Sherman, who uh-huh. similar to Tracy Almonds and Christopher Guest and other great character people. Uh-huh. She really like was amazing. And I love like Marilyn Minter and I love all of that kind of, art you know so this all this all makes this is so interesting and this all makes sense and it comes together within like how you are now where it's like someone who is like so is like so wonderfully like thoughtful about aesthetics and about you know presentation and about the way things well i just get so upset when people especially when you when i'm coming to and this is something and i love stand-up so much i'm a stand-up obviously but like something in the stand-up world it's like let's just look Look a little nice. nicer. Look nice. Yeah. Because that way, because if you look bad, then it's distracting. Well, I just get upset. Like, I imagine if I'm paying $25 for a ticket, right, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. go to a comedy club, clubs, and then I yeah. and then I need to get a two-drink minimum, and then I'm watching, you know, someone on stage that, like, didn't even take one second to, like, <laughs> look the fl- when the flannel is unkempt or just like wash your face yeah. you know yeah. what I mean like, it doesn't it's not even about I don't give a fuck if your clothes are like designer or whatever I don't care about that just like look fresh yeah. you like, know yeah it, it's it, or there's some sort of like I, I have mean, anxiety that I just said that is that bad that I just no, said that no not at all because, I mean I get I it I sort of agree in this way where it's like it's not about like looking fuckable it's that that's no. not what it is it's about just respect Self-respect. It's about self-respect and it's about respecting other people. And like, you know, I mean, in some ways, there are some cases in which it is a fun fuck you to like not look the part where Mm. very specific context is required. But overall, it's like, yeah, like. I don't know. I just like love dressing up and I love looking fun on stage. Mm -hmm. To me, that's just like a fun part of being on stage. Like I want to be a spectacle, not in a bad way, but I want, you know, it's like nice. That's actually one of my favorite things about doing my shows, too, is like picking up my outfit. Because it's fun. It's, it's, fun to, it's fun to art direct. Your, but I realize yeah, too, yeah. we say this as people that like, I did, I danced growing up. So yeah. like I loved costumes yes, and like yes. I loved, you know, I've always loved dressing and I yeah, realized huh. that not a lot of people don't feel that way. Right. A lot of people, my brother does not give a fuck what mm. he wears. He's like, this is a shirt. These are pants. Lovely. These are shoes. And I'm like, okay. I find that all, most of the time though, when I'm putting together my outfit, it is for me. You know what I yeah. mean? It's not for the audience. Yes, it's like yes. if I, I, I'm always just like, oh, I don't want to wear this because I wore it at that show. It's like it, it's kind of nice to I don't know. It's just a fun part of it. Yes, yes. And I, I like it for me. I really do. Right. Some people clothing fully stresses them out. Like I know oh, some I people imagine. that are just oh, and it, yeah. it stresses me out too. I mean, sometimes I look at my closet and I'm like, oh god, I don't have a new thing to wear. I, I hate know. Every, like I hate everything. I hate everything that once, I have. Yeah. Once every three weeks, this happens to me where I just hate everything I own. That happens to you guys? That happens to me constantly. All, yeah, constantly. But then you but then you forget. You're like, oh, but I have so much shit. Like, yeah, I know. I don't know. It's... Wait, I also want to say one more thing that informed me now that I'm thinking about this and go. then we can stop. No, please. No, go as long as you um, want. I, like, I loved watching 
movies like Now and Then. Do you guys remember mm-hmm, that movie? Mm-hmm, Wait, mm-hmm. Now and Then. With Christina Ricci, Young Thora Burrs, oh, Rosie O'Donnell, Rosie O'Donnell yeah. yes, Melanie yes, Griffith, yes, yes. Yeah. Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Rita Wilson. Yes, Rita Wilson. Oh God, Huge stacked, cast. Yeah. Like about female friendship. Yes, yes. Over, over the years. Yes. I loved watching that movie and I loved watching... Uh, Dangerous Lives of the Altar Boys with Kieran Culkin and oh, wow. and uh, that guy who's terrible who I don't even remember his name but anyway I love watching those movies too like any kind of like teen like teen. Yeah, 50s yeah, yeah. and my friend Allie and I used to pretend like we were living in some like 50s like yeah. like biking like packing picnics and, Grease like, in the Mustang and going to the drive through but we didn't Doing live Greece. we grew up Doing in Greece. DC so we didn't have like fucking yeah. Lakes to I bike know. to and uh-huh. like jump in with whatever. Did you just, like DC? Do you like DC? Or do um, you hate it? Uh, or is it somewhere in the middle? It's a weird city. Yeah, it's so I weird. I enjoyed growing up there because I will say I found out that I like was around so many different kind of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have friends that hadn't seen hadn't I had no people that hadn't met a Jewish person till they left high school or hadn't been in school with someone that was like not white until mm, they left high school right, and right. it's like I never that never occurred to me that like yeah. that was a thing just because DC is such a diverse, diverse crazy international city mm-hmm. um so I love that aspect of it yeah. which is something that I think is great mm-hmm. and like so important but it's weird. But it's I mean, have you always known that politics was like fucked up? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just remember being when Bush became president, mm-hmm. everyone, the world like exploded and my parents were besides themselves, mm-hmm. beside themselves. We were living in D.C. and like though in all of this influx of because it's such a transient city because people move there for work. Yeah. People move there to work for who's in office. And then yeah. once it's done, they leave. Right. So then out of nowhere, we had all of these like Texans coming up and living there and all this stuff. And a lot of like, well, that that girl's parents are big like Republican donors or like this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A lot of yeah. weird uh-huh. shit uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. I don't know, for the most part, like my high school in D.C. is a super progressive, very right. liberal high school Yeah, where I was never around like any like really conservative. That was another thing. On the flip side, I was always around this very progressive, super liberal world. Uh-huh. Yes. And then going to I did my freshman year of college at Arizona mm. and I saw a very different. Yeah. side of things yep. and then going back to Parsons and being in New York it was no different so for me like realizing that people grow up in these like very conservative close-minded like homophobic racist that that is a real thing That's a real thing it that influences was, your values yeah and that was something that I I remember I learned my when I was like 18 and out mm-hmm. of high school I was like oh mm-hmm. I, not everyone got this luxury of like so for those things, I like DC, that there totally. is that, you know, I mean, but I would never live there. Sure. I would never live there. DC is a place that to me completely lacks culture. Oh, interesting. That's because so, and it's so, it is, it is, it does purport to be this like beacon of our American culture because you go nothing, there and it's like the monuments and, but it's really. Look, like I have friends there that are doing great things, cool things, but it's not like a place where anything goes down like i don't know you know you're not moving to dc to like work in art you're not moving to dc to work in finance you're not Mm -hmm. moving to dc to be 
an actor, if you will. There are great pockets of these things there. Mm. But like I find that DC lacks culture. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that it is such a transient city Mm -hmm. that you don't have. It's very rare that you find true DC people that have lived there for forever that come back. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You have that in places like New York where you have these New Yorkers that live have lived here forever and will live here till the day that they die. Yeah. Do you see there's just not that same kind of culture? It's you less know what I'm common saying? to plant your roots there. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to go down there at some point and do it. I don't think so, honey. I like it down there. Be- a lot, because yeah. I-, I do like it down there and I think we definitely as a non as a non as, as who doesn't yeah. live there. Look, yeah. but like, now when I go back and doing shows there, there's a great comedy scene. But they're in DC. smart. They're Very so smart. smart, yeah. And it's a really fun, smart crowd. And don't get me wrong, like yeah. people are probably gonna drag me for saying that I think that no, DC yeah. doesn't no, 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 explained it really well. I just think I think it's like a different kind of culture. And yeah. also, I haven't lived there since I was 18. Sure. So I well, have, I'm sure it's a nightmare right now. Well, my friends that live there right now, I'm like, what's going on? You know? What like, do they say? Again, a lot of DC is, I think, still liberal. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right, it's yeah. not like, it's challenging. It's a shock when this happens. Yep. And I know everyone is beside themselves mm-hmm. and I think to be I don't know to be like a Trump supporter in on a coast to me is very crazy yeah yeah um, but it real it happens but, but real yeah, it's I don't know. Do you Ever see since fun? you said Ivanka Trump before, I was like, ugh. Like she like, went to that same prep, prep school as, as you went to in Connecticut? Yeah, and then she went my, she, my sister went to Penn and she went to Penn. Did they know each other? No, she's a little older than my sister. Mm. Yeah, she's she so to me is the darkest, spookiest figure figure of them all. To be honest, you know, spooky is like too kind of a word to describe her. Yeah, well, she's, she's like evil. evil. She to me is full on evil. I'm mm-hmm. so tired of using the word complicit with her because it's like no, it's she's, beyond complicit. She's like actively, and it's so funny how after the um, synagogue shooting all these headlines come out where like Ivanka and Jared convinced Donald Trump to put out an uh. Uh, an anti-anti-Semitism, like to like a to denounce anti-Semitism, and it's like, okay, well, don't like that shouldn't be necessary. And she is like, it's it's such a weird PR move for her to like just just protect her own image. It's it's it it all feels so and to honestly and for her to pretend like it's it's one thing for Trump. To pretend that we're all this dumb because he's 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 said before like I will use dumb people like he's literally said like I will if I run for president I'll run as a Republican because they are the easier voters to control these words have come out of his mouth you can actually source this but for her to come from like where she comes from and sh- to be young and to be this person who like is also connected to Jared who was like young and had liberal friends and like they were, but for all intents and purposes, liberal people. And for her to act like we are this dumb, to to act like we're gonna buy this like message of like, oh my God, isn't that horrible what happened? Like we see you, oh my bitch. God. Like we see you. Did you see that um, Natalie Portman on Colbert talking about how she, they used and, to be she and Jared used to be friends? Yeah. That's insane. I just... I just look, she probably endured a shitload of abuse from her father growing up. Do you really think so? 100%. Oh, like it's it's a like the whole like oh my god, Donald Trump wants to fuck her his daughter is oh, like the sexualizing complete sexual the like sexualizing it feels very sad. Is very sad and yeah. and I'm sure her childhood was very dark and filled with a lot of abuse in many ways. Yeah. I I never like, I never I never think about that. I'm yeah. sure that 
that's a real thing for her. Mm. But it's the evil part to me. And I don't know. It's it's hard because part of me is like, is it like Stockholm syndrome? You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm, Where it's mm-hmm. like she can't help she herself. She can't help she herself know. or something, yeah. or I don't know. But then once you, the evil part to me is when you become a parent to kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when your father is the president mm-hmm. and is doing things to literally destroy families mm-hmm. to be so sick in your head that you can't be like you can't even say that it's wrong it's like just say that it's wrong yeah mm-hmm, just say mm-hmm, something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to me that's evil because then as her child i would then be like what the fuck was wrong with you yeah right yeah that you couldn't have said anything she just is so complicit and yeah. shitty and yeah. that is evil being complicit is evil oh my yeah, god she's there um, well, that was like a, a beautiful slow burn of an I don't think so, honey, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> was that an I don't think no, so? No, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just, I mean, she's beyond I don't think so, honey, now. Like one time we did our, we did our, I think, first or second I don't think so, honey, and I put Donald Trump in the troll bowl and Mo- poor Monique Moses picked it out and it was like, you can't even do an I don't think, I should never have put it in there because like you can't do like, an I don't do think so, honey, start? on Donald Trump because where the fuck do you start? It's an impossible bar to meet because it's like, <clears throat> it's, 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 it's not I don't think so, honey, it's go to hell bitch it's like yeah 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 i fantasize like i hope he rots in a jail cell oh there there is a part of me that and i think about this in two ways i think about it with 2020 and i think about it with what's going to happen to him inevitably and it's two things i do believe in like some sort of karmic thing like people do get what they deserve and i think that his his life has to end in a dark way and I don't say that as someone that wishes evil on the world. I just think he will get what's coming to him, whether it's prison or what. I think that will happen. And also with 2020, I hope, and I don't know what we're, who we're all going to get behind, but I desperately want a woman of color to beat him in the presidential race. Just, just like, for symbolism? I desperately want it to be Kamala Harris. Like I, I want to throw... All my support behind her because I just want women of color to see that like their undying support of like what was right this whole time because they are the only demographic that has oh, consistently 100%. fought for what's right and yep. always and, and they're was the it? most trampled people in this country mm-hmm, and in mm-hmm. this world. Yep. Yes. And I just I don't know if it will happen, but I just I desperately want that. And I see karmically I mean, that that's be... what should happen, but I don't know. I just get, I start to second guess everything about everyone we could put up and I get frustrated. Well, it's scary when you think too that the way our system, our voting system is currently, the way gerrymandering works, the way congressional districting lines are drawn, that is a whole other fucked thing. Mm-hmm. And also, let's not forget, we still have the Electoral College, yes. which is Unfair. extremely, extremely archaic. Yeah. And it's like Hillary won the popular vote. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm always mm-hmm. like, oh, right. But there were still close to four million other people that wanted Many Hillary more Clinton, people you know? would rather have sh- she had been president. And yes. that is the disheartening part of all of this. Is, is that it doesn't matter. That's not that fair. It, and it, 
it matters when we vote in primaries, like people yeah, should yeah, be doing yeah. on Tuesday, because, you know, in 2020, the census is happening, and that's when a lot of the redistricting is happening, when hopefully we can get out of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, but they're, they're trying to, like, play dirty with that, too. Oh, yeah, you know. No, that, it's you know just, it's really scary. It's a scary time, and I would love for Kamala, 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 Kamala. I, it, it, it's Kamala. pronounced Kamala, yes. I would love for Kamala. I can, Kamala. <laughs> it's I can hard. It's I would love one. for her to be our president. That would be amazing. Think, I, I, there's a lot of, I talked to um, Nico about this, who like was just our friend who's uh, lives in LA. He's a lawyer and he's like a big supporter of, of hers. He's, she's his senator. And she was out there stumping up for the midterms and just talking about the, positives to having someone like her run where that would motivate women of color who are the people who volunteer to go mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. and the grassroots campaigning this is what wins elections now those are the women that volunteer that, those are the that, people that yeah. volunteer and also you know with Kamala you do have like and I do think this is important especially nowadays when you have a celebritized um, political machine is there is like a glam factor there you know what i mean there is like you can see people putting her on a poster you know what i mean you yeah, can get yeah, behind yeah. her she's well, a forceful scary... and charismatic speaker she's prosecutorial in the way that she talks to people yes, in yes. the senate and she would be able to handle him the problem with what donald trump outside of him just being a problem in general is this change in our political spectrum of being like oh you can just have no background in politics Mm, or policy or law and still be president. Right. So Um, that is just crazy. Everyone, I mean, at at this point, it's probably over. Everyone should listen to Bagman uh, by Rachel Maddow. It's a new podcast. Oh, yeah, you posted about that. Um, And it's it's this eerie thing of her talking about Spirit Agnew, who's Nixon's vice president during Watergate, and just his vice president, but... um, about he was sort of like this precursor to Trump where he was this political outsider who came in who would like shut down uh, like stuff at his rallies who would say like really um, just white nationalist things and then people like got behind it in this weird way where people were like wait this is working this is like having an effect and so sh- and so Bridge Lamano's whole thing now is that like he like he was stopped and like this has this it's not that this is without precedent like precedent like outsiders come in all the time in the mm-hmm. cyclical way and like this is Donald Trump and all these outside this this wave of like oh unqualified people running for office is not necessarily a new thing and that it's been sort of quashed before and mm-hmm. we just have to like and then Rachel Maddow always says like on her show uh, night after night she's like I will believe that there will be leadership to come and like change this like that I, I am sure of. Well, so. I also think it's important too to maintain some level of belief that like it will change. Yes. It, yes. it has to. Every, and it always does. That's the whole yin It's yang. a cyclic thing. Yeah. It's just I, re- I remember like thinking learning about like civil rights and like suffragettes and all of these things being mm-hmm. like oh watching that will never something like that will never happen in our lifetime right, i remember yeah, thinking yeah. like oh i'll never watch something like you'll never have to fight for something you'll or, never have to watch it fall apart in a real way or yeah. like It'll come back yeah. or i remember like even thinking about like protesting being like mm-hmm. i'll like we'll never have to do that or, or just feeling like wow like i wish there was something that we could all like really band together and believe yeah, in yeah, you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. and it is very crazy that this is happening i mean this yeah. is a very very dark time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we should end things on a lighter note. And we're gonna end it on a lighter note. <laughs> we are, honey. We're um, gonna talk. I don't think so, honey. Even though this has been, an, I don't think so, honey. The past ten minutes have been, I don't think so, honey. The state of our world. Yes. Uh, um. But uh, we have with us uh, an old. Oh, pro, a champion. This a is actually. Champion. I think you've done the most. You've done. No, me and yeah. Pat. 
You and Pat have done the most, but but I always, whenever I'm fucking around Greta, I'm like, all right, if we're doing a show, we must have we must have Greta. We must have her. It's my favorite. It's my favorite you're, show. You're, you're an we expert love. at it. Um, do you have something? Yes, I have something. Okay, you want to start? I can. I would like to start. You would like to start? This is yeah. Matt Rogers, and this is gonna be wild. Okay. Okay. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Kids at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, Whoa. you shouldn't be uh, here. <laughs> you know what? It's not for you anymore. Uh, it's for the kids that grew up oh, that can handle themselves, no. honey. Because guess what? Oh, all you dads, you need to take a parenting lesson, uh, and you you need to get the fuck out of here. And if you're gonna have your fucking camera on flash on these rides, bitch, fucking pay attention to the fucking <laughs> things seconds. that they tell you on the line the whole time, which is no flash photography. And then your fucking stupid kid sees you not follow the rules and then they're fucking <laughs> shitting all over the goddamn grounds. And all the fucking mothers who have a problem with me for being at the fucking Magic Kingdom can get a fucking grip because I don't think so honey. You coming up and yelling at me like I didn't pay the same goddamn ticket. Your ticket was cheaper because it's a fucking child. I paid more. I deserve more. Fuck you, and I that, don't think so, honey. And that's one minute. Because I saw... Uh, we're done. We're, we're, I'm sorry. We're I saw a meme. Oh, yeah. I saw this meme. This very angry mother. There was an angry mother, bitch, and she had had it with... She called someone a slut. She oh called someone God. the C word. She, oh. she said there was a C word <laughs> in slutty shorts trying to get she, I, a, a chicken wing. That's my, crazy. My favorite thing that she said was... um. This is all like in a like a like she a, a polemic Facebook status, women. but then she goes, um, uh, you you young people will never know the joy of buying your child Mickey Mouse ears after a long day of screaming at them or something. Yeah, like, we'll but never was, know your she joy. Was, she was outing herself as a bad parent too, which I think all is I'm very funny. All I'm saying is, I'm furious, uh huh, because the behavior is irresponsible and and they must go. And honestly, fair. And it's honestly, fair. fair. You know what? <laughs> you go to Epcot, honey. You go to Walt Disney World Hollywood Studios. You go to Animal Kingdom. You have the time of your life. You step into Magic Kingdom. It's a fucking zoo. It's, it's, and it's because these kids. Take, Get take, out. Take all the kids to Epcot as far as I'm concerned. Take them to Epcot. Have them go around the world, honey. Yes. Culture them. Culture. culture. Them. And you can see Epcot, so many nations. Epcot is culture, honestly. Epcot, and it's rule number 17 <laughs> of culture. Epcot, Epcot, Epcot is culture. culture. Gorgeous. The experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Yes. It has failed as an idea mm -hmm. Great. <laughs> because now they're using their IP. You're upset. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to, they're, I'm trying to move us along. Can I make one point? Yes. They've decided to make world showcase a uh, like thing for their intellectual property. And, and that's a no. And also future world is not the future. Future world is no longer the future. Cause Absolutely. it's become too hard to predict the future. Absolutely. And will there even be one? <sighs> this is Bo and Yang's. I don't think so, honey. And his time begins now. I don't think so, honey. The fucking idiot who emailed our seek treatment slash Las Culturistas crossover event advice hour and asked some fucking stupid question about their about moving to a new city okay good luck but they ended their they ended their question with also are we living in a post I don't think so honey world it's getting old and I immediately archived it I was <sighs> like none of us Matt Pat and Catherine are not seeing this bullshit because how fucking I mean whatever seconds. you're able to like shit on my art all you want in the privacy of your own home don't do it to me when we're opening up like 
we're, we're giving you a channel, a direct line to us. That's so fucking rude. I don't think so, honey. Also, there's plenty more where that came from. 15 seconds. I don't know. Matt and I have fucking ideas up, up our asses. We have so many ideas. We have so many ideas. I'm waiting to fucking douche them out from the lining of my bowels because that's where they Five come seconds. from. I work from within my gut. So... All my elementary ideas will come spilling forth. I will literally shit on you with all the ideas that we have for the podcast. How dare you shit on this segment that has brought people joy? I'm, I normally don't talk about my work in this way, where but it's, it's I think I think it's been a, it's been a good thing. And that's well. And over how one dare minute. you? And that's one well minute. over one minute. I was you've so attacked pissed. the fans. You've attacked the fans, and I have to say that I'm not it, attacking it, the no. no this, this person wasn't a fan. This person direct them. Drag this person them. directed their question at Pat and Catherine. Great, you I love what? that you listen to but Seek fuck Treatment that, because we're all on the email. And if you're, this is a Seek yeah, Treatment. No, Seek Treatment has dirty fans. No, and stop. That's stop. me. I'm going to throw it at okay, them. Okay, we, we don't have to do that. Filthy fans. They don't wow. watch. You're stoking the flames of this conflict that was Good. created. That was created by Joel. First of all, don't play into this. Joel, you're playing into not even talented. Okay, well anyway, so. I'm just this this particular person. I don't care to know their name. Just upset me, and I was like, Attack okay, no, fans, no honey. one's no one's no one's seeing. This, this is a business model that's a tale as old as time. Attack the fans. Okay. It's actually rule of culture number fifty four. Attack, Attack the, the fans. fans. <laughs> okay, this is Greta Titelman's. I don't think so, honey. Wow, Close wait, this out, you guys. I'm. We both just we were really both very on brand. Just so you know, I'm like really stressed. Not, because not that I, attacking you know the fans I, is your brand, but you were defending your art, honey. And yes. that's what you should do. Thank you know, you. I'm like, I, guys, I you're really, a champion. I know I'm a champion. Greatest of them all. I am an all timer. You are. You are. I think I'm gonna just okay. Do the dance. Do do do, the do dance. what feels right. I think I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna do one that I've been thinking for a while. That okay. sounds great. I love that. This okay. is this is Greta Tidalman's I don't think so, honey. And her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Pajminas, okay. Oh. If you are wearing a fucking pajmina and it is not cashmere or a designer, get it out of my fucking face. I am sick of these girls pairing a formal look with an acrylic pajmina. Oh. I really am. Also, if you are chilly, bitch, get a jacket. Do not look cold. Do not look me in the eyes cold at the wedding, wrapping yourself in a pajmina. You know it was a bad choice, oh. and it doesn't look good. Pajminas are still a thing. Also, summer scarves. Just gonna tag it Whoa. on there. Take the fucking summer scarf off. I'm sick of these accessories. I'm sick of a trash accessory. 30 seconds. Okay, I do. It downgrades the look. Also reminds me of my stepmom. So there's that. And just pashminas as a whole. It's like, don't cheapen yourself. You know, make it elevated. Give me something more. Give me a a fur. Give me a feather. Give me something more rich. It's just like a pashmina. Get out of my fucking face. This isn't 1993. I'm not at your bat mitzvah, you know? So. 10 seconds left. Fuck off. <laughs> ah! Five seconds. There needs to be more. Remember, I did mic drop last time with the French manicures and pedicures. <laughs> and that's one minute. And that, then that's one minute. Oh, wow, you God. dragged them. Well, and I also feel the same way about fucking beanies. Like, get a beanie out of my face. Oh, you know? okay. You've been talking about doing this pashmina one for a long time. I have a lot of feelings about them. Yeah. They're just, you can get a lot. There are a lot of cheap pashminas that exist in the world, and they make mm. the they make the integrity of a good scarf just watered down. And that yeah. is fucked. That you is show fucked. up in front, of, in front of Greta brands. with the pashmina now. Fucking I will judge you. God bless. You'll be judged. I will judge you. A fuchsia pashmina. Just get out of here. If, um, if, it, if you can buy it off a stand on the street, it was either going to be that. I just want you guys Maru. to know it was going to be that or pretzels. You feel this way? If that or pretzels. Oh, I had a street pretzel yesterday. Wow. Like, I see. Like, like every tourist in the world and famous fictional New Yorker, Carrie Bradshaw. I bought a fucking pretzel off the street. Did Carrie I, buy a pretzel off the street? She yeah, always had she nuts. Always. And she, or she was like fake eating a hot dog, like sucking down a mm. wiener. 
Love that. Fuck her. Fuck her. Stop. <laughs> okay, we're, we're, we're getting out Fuck of control. Her. It's rule culture number 89. Fuck, Fuck her. her. Can I just say that, like, <laughs> let's talk about real Hollywood ruining shit. Hot dogs, okay? It makes them look so we much more glamorous. Good. All never right. Good. I, we got to go, but I would vote for you for president. Oh, my God. Thank you. Absolutely. I really would. Because this, this is the no-nonsense bitch we need. I would fucking be a great president. I know you would. <laughs> oh, I can see. I see the split screen between her, between Greta and Donald. And I'm not even worried. And I'm, I'm looking at him worried. and I'm just saying, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I know. And <laughs> no. he wouldn't know what to do with that. No, he'd get, he get it hard. He'd be like, what? Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Spooky. Spooky. Is that? Okay, this sounds gross. Is that, that, is that what needs to be? Is is that what needs to happen does in twenty twenty? Does he need to be degraded completely? Does he, does he need to be? Does he need to be sexually to subjugated be on on national television? On national television, international television. I think to that, be continued. To be continued. We finish every episode with a song. Okay. Okay. <sighs> a whole new world. We're doing the pop version. That's where we'll be. A, a thrilling chase, a wondrous place for you and. Can we do the harmony? Me. No, fuck. I, I was trying to go up the third and then you. Whatever. <sighs> fuck. Okay. Bye. Um, bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions. Limitless answers. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.